in a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. <laughs> Brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast, where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Diodonis, sitting here with my co-host, Truax, and special guest, DJ Falcon. Yeah, boy, DJ Falcon, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm glad I was able to, you know, be here and be here on time. Yes, I appreciate you being here on time. I know it's hard. I know we're here late. Uh, thank you to all the viewers out there who are already lis- listening, watching. I see you right there. Three viewers already. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, three viewers. You guys are awesome. Yeah, oh, right off the bat. We're yeah. growing. That's great. I know. That's a whole two more than my mom. <laughs> oh, man. Truex, how's your week going so far, uh, brother? You know, it's going okay. I can't complain. You know, I'm uh, just working. Uh, voted today. Oh, yeah. you did? I see you got the I, little I, I voted sticker. Vo- I voted. I'm wearing the red shirt because you know i we had to vote red uh you disagree though yes, uh, I do. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> anyways it's been a good week i can't i can't really complain um uh, if anyone uh believes in god send some prayers to the family though we got someone in the hospital so just make things comfortable for there you go yeah. there you go um now for the people who don't know who you are dj falcon um, why don't you explain a little bit of what you what you do? Are you like are you DJ for like a strip club? Like what kind of DJ <laughs> we talking about here? Because if you are, why haven't I got any discounts? Uh, yeah. See, I'm I'm like uh, in a Rubik's cube in pants. You know, you can't figure me out all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta turn you a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Try to figure that uh, out. No, I I I'm a DJ at the uh, radio station for Sacramento State, the uh, KSSU.com. Uh, my shows are Thursdays at 1, so if you guys want to tune in through the grapevine and just uh, listen to me rant about random stuff, of teachers, work, um, you know, stuff that grinds my gears and, and play some awesome music, um, tune in anytime. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm just a DJ here at the station. I don't do anything cool DJing, so... There we go. Now, um, I did come on to your show when I first uh, was kind of learning the ropes... Yeah. at KSSU and uh, we kind of jammed to some old school tones Yeah, some old school back there um, but yeah just to let you guys know this episode was brought to you by Within Range the upcoming apparel company of the future what first started off as a disc golfer's passion has turned into an overnight sensation now everything you do can 
be within range. Check them out at facebook.com slash within range disc golf. That is facebook.com slash within range disc golf. D I S C golf. You know what? I just got to throw this out there. Yeah. I was playing disc golf this morning with Mr. Uh, within range. Oh, um, okay. And I hate him right now. <laughs> okay, I, I've been playing for eight years. All okay. right. He's been playing three years, maybe four. I, I think okay. it's closer to three. He just hit his sixth, eighth ace today. So I, I'm, I, he throws the disc and okay. uh, uh, it, it, it's a hole in one, basically. Oh, eighth. my gosh. And I was so angry at him because I'm still chasing my first one. Oh, and, you still haven't even gotten and first one. And he just got number six today. And Dude. that's his third in the year. And I think it's the second one this year I've w- witnessed him make. So and, for... For people who don't know, that's basically like he popped his cherry like eight times before you did it like once. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, that translates. Cl- I've come close, but I've failed <laughs> every time. Oh, poor yeah, fella, poor I know, fella. I know. Uh, well, you know, prayers out to them too as well. <laughs> yes. Within range. Uh, within range. <laughs> um, now, my week has been pretty interesting. I think um, I realized the other day that I was sitting outside waiting um, – I think actually waiting for one of our KSSU meetings and there was a guy who came up to me while I was sitting outside in the hallway and he was like, Hey, Hey, um, my teacher took my phone. Can you like look this up for me? And oh, that's the same face I made. I was like, what? That's yeah. Sure. Whatever. Like, I'm not going to hand you my phone, but I'll look it up for you. Whatever. Yeah. Right. So I looked up for it. He said, what's the difference between something, something and something, something. I was like, okay, whatever. Odd question. Looked it up. Um, I showed him, and he's like, okay, thanks. And he walked away, and I was like, wait a minute. I just helped that dude cheat. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I am like, this is how black people get locked up, like, all the time. <laughs> just, you get just, talked into helping people cheat. Yes. Is that what it's exactly that what wrong it is? place, wrong time, man. I do, I, I, I do have a question. Yes. Why did a teacher take his phone? Isn't this college? Well, yes, but. I would have said still uh, no. kids. Yeah, n- no. <laughs> if you're in college, you're typically 18 or older, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Typically, yes. Do those teachers pay those cell phone bills or did they buy <laughs> did those they cell phones? Do they pay your cell phone? Well, no. Yeah, but right. they, I, would, I would imagine that it has to be some kind of policy that uh, if they're taking a test, you have to leave the electronic. Obviously. Oh, okay, that might be it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Obviously, he must have done something wrong because he was cheating outside his class. <laughs> like, he went above and beyond <laughs> the lengths he needed to, to cheat. To yeah. cheat. He, he was probably writing it on his arm so he can just pull up his sleeve and then put it back down. It's, I don't know. I've never had a teacher take away my phone. So, like, maybe the teacher's even, like, checking. That's, that brings up something else I wanted to th- I always thought about. Okay. Is it considered cheating if you get tattooed on your body answers to a test, but it's, like, permanently there? Like, it's tattooed on you forever. Well, if you're looking at it during a test, then, yes, you're cheating. Regardless. Regardless. But it's a tattooed on your body. Like, it's there forever, though. DJ Falcon, I see you thinking over there. You in deep? I I don't know if it's cheating, but it's definitely a poor life choice. (laughs) It's a poor life. Eventually, you'll run out of space, right? If you've got to cheat that hard, I don't think college is for you. I I think that if I ever had to do that, it probably would be for, like, if I was, like, going for, like, a law degree or something like that. I mean, because then I could argue my own case in the court of law. Of why it's not cheating. Because it's on my body. It's going to be on my body. That's like what? Oh, take off your skin. Take off your skin. Please hand over your skin before you go outside. And I go outside and be like, hey, man, let me check out your skin. Let me. <laughs> I don't know if I would hire take, you. Let me take a couple pictures. <laughs> let me take a couple pictures of that skin. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Anyway. Um, the other stuff going on in my week. Um, 
I realized that we were living in the future, y'all, uh, most recently. Um, as a kid, I've always wanted in my bathroom to have a television. Yeah? In your bathroom. In my bathroom. So there I was, sitting on my toilet, handling business, being the man of the house. And I was watching my iPad. And I started to cry. Because <laughs> I just realized a, a, a life dream that I've always wanted to watch TV on the toilet. Guys, we're living in the future. That, that, that was your life dream. That was one of my life dreams. Oh, one of them. There's, I have many other toilets I must accomplish before I die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been watching TV on the toilet for years now. Really? Do you have a t- like an actual no, TV? No, like, it's yeah, but I didn't, I didn't realize that, though, until recently. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I've been watching TV, but I've been watching some adult entertainment on the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. The honesty. I love it. I love oh, it. No. Oh, no. I love this guy. <laughs> um, what else I do? Um, I also did see Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I saw that the other day. I'm Have you jealous. seen it? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, man. I heard it's good. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I, okay. I saw that. I okay. saw that, right? Um, what else? Oh, and um, of course, I always get into these kerfuffles when it comes to uh driving on the road um so i i I didn't almost get into an accident but i had this i don't even want to say altercation but it was um just seeing people drive past me kind of it doesn't upset me and i try to break down why it doesn't upset me Has, has that ever happened to you guys where you guys see like someone who's like driving crazy and then like they might flip you off and you're just like sitting there like I didn't do it was you guy. Why are you speed racer? Why are you going to a rage? Like there's Mm -hmm. like there's me driving normal Mm -hmm. and then there's someone really pissing me off Mm -hmm. and I I lose it. Like I get up on their butt. I'll honk my horn for like two minutes behind them. I don't (laughs) care. So you're that guy. I'm that guy. So you're that. That's one side of the spectrum. I try and police people while I'm not a cop. It's (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's like, hey, just pull over. Okay. DJ Falcon, you being just I could just tell you super calm, right? Is that, is, that, is that typically, okay, say you're on your way to your next gig. Okay. Right? You got your DJ equipment in the back, what have you, um, and then someone almost, you know, knocks you off the side of the road, might have scratched your stuff on the inside of, of uh, your car, your DJ equipment, right? And then you pull up next to them at a red light. How do you react to them next next to them at that red light? I stare at them. Just stare yeah. at them. Just I just, <laughs> just I let them know. <laughs> Is it that blank stare with your yeah, eyes wide no, open and just no emotion? It, it just freaks people out too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, like, you guys are on like different sides of the spectrum where it comes to like how you deal with like your anger or frustration at this person. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me, I don't do nothing. I, and it took me a while to realize why I don't do nothing. Okay. Here's why. Okay. I make a nonverbal agreement. With anyone who just messes me over while they're driving, okay? And this is what I realized, right? Um, a nonverbal agreement with drivers who drive crazy past me. I'm going to imagine that you're in a rush because you're trying to get or meet your wife at the hospital. She's in labor or you're going to go with some, your love of your life. Is going on a plane and you're never going to see her again. So you're just going, you're like in a race, a mad dash to get to wherever you're going, right? And my side of the deal is that if you crash, I'm not stopping to help. 
That is, that's that's my verb. That's why I keep so calm. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna keep driving if, if something happens to you. That that is such a passive thing. To that do. is like that absolutely. Is like, that's like the guy who gets cut in front of in McDonald's and just goes, mm. no, no, yeah, okay. It, no. What it, I would that, do that that bursts your bubble though, huh? What I would do, I mean, like maybe I. I kind of deal with stuff as it comes to me. Like, I don't see the point in, like, oh, forget you, F you, blah, 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 do this. I don't see the point of that because, like, the, nothing great would come from it besides you getting out of your car. I'm not going to get out of my car. I'm going to run you over. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> you getting out of your car, maybe knocking on my thing, and then I just, just ignore you. But if someone was to cut me in line, right, and just, like, ignore, like, just do nothing, I would just, like, cut them right back and not say nothing. Like, I wouldn't even acknowledge that they cut me. I would just cut them right back and just. See, that's so passive. <laughs> is, I, that, I, is that passive? I, yeah, it's very passive because I had someone drive by me and call me some expletives. Okay. I followed them <laughs> what the? to Aldo Berto's, waited for them to go through the drive-thru. And that's a long drive-thru. When they left the drive-thru, mm-hmm. I followed them to a little neighborhood, and they pulled over, rolled down their window, and I said, you better be careful who, you, who you're calling names to. I could have had a gun. And I drove away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's creepy, right? It's yeah. That, Falcon's like, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> that, that's the type of anger I have. No, I just, I just freak people off. out. No, I, I think the worst that's ever happened to me when someone, someone literally stopped on the freeway, um, and because they, I think they felt that I cut them off, uh-huh. uh, but I didn't. I just moved over because another car was moving into my lane and didn't see me. So I, I, I maybe I did cut them off, but it was unintentional. Okay, you know. And then he felt it necessary to get in front of me. And stop his car when I was trying to get into the the next uh, mm-hmm. off ramp, and so he stopped, and and that that was like that was uncalled for. So that's when I got upset. That's when so the I, Falcon I, came I, out. Yeah, I followed that's him. When I, <laughs> I I got in front of him, so I had I sped up and got in front of him, and then at the light at the stop sign, mm-hmm. I got out of my car, and I had a I have I carry on because I play baseball, so I carry on my baseball equipment. So I had my bat, so I just got out of my car and I held my bat on my side, you know. And then when it turned green, I just got back in my car and took off. <laughs> so, like, I didn't do anything, but I just, I just let him know that I could have done hey, something. If the, if, if, hey, if a fight breaks out and, and DJ Falcon's there, you're going to be all right. And, and if the police are listening, we're, we're just joking. <laughs> of course. And with that said, we're going to go ahead and get started with our next segment, which is news. Jeremy, hit it! Jeremy. No, 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 no. That's the way the news goes. All right, news. So, uh, first one here is for all you iPhone users. No, no, no iPhone. No. Oh, no. thank goodness. IPhone, iPhone no. users um, are more vain than Android users. They're more vain. Vain. They are more vain. vain. Uh, it says so. Uh, you're so vain. You probably think. This survey is about you, Adonis. Yes. Um, a new survey shows that iPhone users make more money and can be considered more uh, spendthrift than their Android uh, counterparts, but they are also more image conscious. Hell yeah. 
I got, do you think I wake up looking like this on accident? I wake up looking <laughs> like this on accident. It's better looking than you, bro. I remember okay. last time. That's, okay, that apparently made me sound vain. Galaxy phone people. <laughs> Galaxy phone people are also delusional. That's also a part of the thing. It, it, so it says conducted by uh, Slick Deals. The survey shows that iPhone users make on average about fifty three thousand two hundred fifty one per year, compared to thirty seven thousand for Android users. That difference in income gets spent on a wide variety of image and beauty related products, including $117 a month on clothing, $100 per month on technology, and $82 per month on beauty cosmetic products. You said how much on beauty cosmetic products? Uh, $82. $82 a month. On, on cosmetics. On cosmetics. Now, does that include, like, hair stuff? Like, I mean, like, haircut? I'm guessing so, unless this was just strictly about women. Okay. Uh, okay, not all women. Not only women wear makeup, I guess. But. Well, if I get an iPhone, then... You automatically become better looking. Oh, no, I'm going to start making more money. Is what I'm <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I that was, well, if that's the case, shoot, I'm going to go yeah, buy iPhone. Yeah, um, when you make more money, you become a heck of a lot more better looking. Yeah, yeah. It just comes with it. I guess so, huh? For all those, uh, those uh, gold diggers out there. Uh, next, next article in news. Uh, researchers want to use lasers to contact aliens okay. and help bring them to Earth. That's fair. That's fair. They're they're already here. I don't know. Donald <laughs> Trump has been trying to get them out for the past. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Build the wall, bangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this uh, a a new research paper from a, an MIT graduate student suggests that humanity could theoretically build an infrared laser that could be both hot and bright enough to attract the attention of intelligent civilizations. If it was aimed at nearby exoplanets, uh, James Clark, the study's uh, lead author, mm-hmm. believes it would certainly attract attention. This would be a challenging project, but not an impossible one. Mm-hmm. The kinds of lasers and telescopes that are being built today can produce a detectable signal so that an uh, astronomer could take one look at our star and immediately see something unusual about its spectrum. Um, I think that's a little weird. Why would you want to direct aliens to us? I mean, they probably but, already do come here, but why would you just want to gain more attention from them? Aliens don't come here. But before I even get into that, <laughs> DJ Falcon, yes. do you do you believe in aliens? And if if so, do you believe that they've come here? Um, I I feel like the, I need to answer this before. I yes, I do believe in aliens. <laughs> okay, right, but I feel like I need to explain the answer because you know you get a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, it's possible, anything's possible, but. I, I definitely feel like I just need to explain why I believe because I I believe in God. Okay, I'm okay. throwing that out there, right? And so there's no there's no reason why I should think and be as cocky as to say, oh, God only made us. Like you think about all the creativity that went mm-hmm. into the animals, the bugs, the different birds, the insects, the, the universe, way, the, the, the entire yeah, yeah, the entire universe. Yeah. Right? As soon and as you so, get an iPhone, kiss that goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's and so how. How selfish or, or uh, you know, well, I don't know what word I'm trying to think of. Vain. Vain. <laughs> it would be for me to think, oh, yeah, we're the only thing that's here. I so, got gotcha. Yeah, there has to be. I mean, for all we know, there could be a whole planet full of dolphins. That'd Why be, not? The, yes, it's cool. called Earth. <laughs> <laughs> they're here. We, tr- we need to treat them a lot better. Did you know that some dolphins can, like, understand, like, English yes. language, but we can't. <laughs> Translate yeah. one bit of dolphin. Yeah. Well, the the dolphin is is, is one of the, the mammals that is most like 
humans. That's crazy. Yeah, the way the thought process, the way they 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 work and they they live, and we we just don't understand them. Like as soon if there's ever a way to like translate what dolphins say, like we can have like full blown like conversations. No, yeah, that's when dolphins they take over. Oh, how dolphins intelligent? Are, is that's super crazy. Smart. That's when they take over. That's yeah. when they take over. <laughs> they are super smart, and they they actually they go out of their way to help humans when humans are in trouble if they're nearby and they they realize it. So there's been plenty of stories of dolphins actually saving drowning people. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I mean they they there's some there's some kind of um, connection there between dolphins and humans, and I, science has tried to figure out, and they can't do it. Yeah, F U C World. Sea yeah. <laughs> World sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but if you want to sponsor us, by all means, Sea World. Um, uh, yeah, Sea World. We d- no, I don't want to be sponsored. No, by no, no, they're Shamu abusers. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> mind being sponsored by Sea World. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone give me money. Um, uh, second to last uh, uh, news here: a GoFundMe page created to help to help a teacher. Who allegedly punched a student? Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> oh yeah, you heard about it. I heard about so, it. So so basically, um, uh, Martin Riley, sixty-four uh, year old black teacher at Maywood Academy High School, um, had asked a student to leave because he wasn't wearing the school's uniform. Students uh, told KTLA the student allegedly threw out uh, threw a basketball at Riley and hurled racial insult, insults. Uh, Riley reportedly told the student to leave several times when the student remained defiant. Riley allegedly threw punches. The alleged incident was recorded on on a student's phones. Um, The sheriff's department said the boy was uh, treated for minor injuries at a hospital, then released. Riley was arrested. Um, But uh, Riley was released Saturday after posting a $50,000 bail. But they have made him some good money. So they've raised Mm -hmm. nearly $22,000 of its $50,000 goal for this Mm -hmm. teacher. Um, I don't blame the teacher. I would have I would have ripped that kid a new one. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame him either. And when I heard of this story before, because I heard of this earlier today, um, I was completely with the teacher side. I didn't know what his race was until just right now. Oh, but okay. I heard that he was shouting, the kid was shouting racial expletives at this teacher. And I thought the teacher was white, straight up. And I was still on his side. I was like, you should not be getting in anybody's face Mm-mm. shouting racial expletives, regardless of whatever race that you are. Yeah. Um, and now that I know he's black, like just double, double for me standing wherever, wherever I am. Oh, no. Good um, for that teacher. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so against racism. And it, I mean, we see it in small spurts here and there. You know, it's not as wide as you would think. But I think sometimes kids, even teenagers, they throw out the expletives and don't really know the, the ramifications mm-hmm. of using racial slurs yeah. because when i was a teenager i was using racial slurs i i didn't mean anything by it obviously i'm, I'm not a racist mm-hmm. i mean i say that i have a black friend everybody um <laughs> I, I think it's it but it, i think it's it's something that that kids just don't realize what can happen yeah i think that kid should be arrested for getting punched by a 60 some odd year old man because you gotta be some kind of special <laughs> you got your butt <laughs> to, whooped by that 60 year old to man not dodge a 65 year old punch <laughs> anywho uh, next uh last one uh baggage handler inadvertently falls asleep in cargo hold the plane um and flies to chicago I, let me say this first and foremost it mm-hmm. is really easy to fall asleep inside the bin of an airplane I, how do you know I worked for Southwest Airlines. You fell asleep in the bin of an airplane? Well, there was times. <laughs> I didn't necessarily fall asleep, but you close your eyes. Okay, so when you work at airlines, uh, well, Southwest Airlines, anyways, um, 
we got to work as much overtime as we wanted to. So there were some of us that were a little tired. And so when we had 45 minutes in between a flight and we've already filled the, the, the flight with the luggage, it's hot outside. Well, inside of the, the bin of the plane at the bottom of the plane, it, it, it's cold when it lands because okay. there's no, um, uh, what's it called? You know, it, uh, <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, no. Wait. <laughs> so the cabin is, it's it, the air. What is it? Air called? pressure. Yeah. They, there's no really air pressure down there for the most part. So mm-hmm. it's nice and cold. And so on a hot day, you just go lay in there and cool off and, and lay back on the luggage. Well, I can <laughs> see how he fell asleep. Um, but in there, so he, uh, the individual, uh, he was, in Kansas City, uh, uh, he was on American Airlines, I guess. Okay. Uh, the individual, a male employee of Pedmont Airlines, which is part of American Airlines, uh, a wholly owned subsidiary of, there we go, uh, was working on American Airlines flight on October 27th when he apparently fell asleep. Uh, the flight subsequently took off with the team member in the cargo hold, which was heated and pressurized. Oh, so he's lucky because there have been people who... Oh, it was heated. Yeah, I was about to say. Heated and pressurized. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Southwest Airlines planes weren't that special. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we got stuck in there, we probably would have died. Yeah, I was about to say, there's a lot of pe- stories yeah. about people like dying yeah. from in there, from, from it not being pressurized. So yeah, he got very lucky. Yeah, so the flight landed safely in Chicago. Um, at 7 a.m., and uh, American Airlines uh, says that our top priority is ensuring the well-being of uh, the Pettimont employee. The airline stated he did not request any medical attention upon arrival in Chicago. He just had a great nap. That's all. <laughs> really? I, okay. I, I was about like, to say, dude, yeah. I would be. Can you imagine like just waking up in like the air, like in a pressurized little cabin that you're not supposed to be in? I'd be freaking out, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'd be so freaking out. I could just imagine this kid waking up and being like, oh, okay, and going right back to bed. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got for news. Okay. You guys are stronger yeah. people than me. I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, whoa. Like, I don't even know what I'd do. Like, banging on the... Was there a bang on it? <laughs> freaking out the passengers? It's not going to do you any good. They're not going to hear nothing. Oh, well. That, it, it, what, are they, what are they going to do? Land the plane so you can get out? Yes. No, they're, they're not even going to know you're down there. So those bins under the cargo hold, uh-huh. are, there's some space in between where people are sitting and where you are and, oh. and it's all metal so what are you gonna do pound on metal while yes. you're flying and the engines are going no one's gonna hear that you know what who who would pound on metal freddie mercury yeah freddie mercury in bohemian rhapsody dude you guys both need to go see this I, movie. I do need to see it because i'm a queen fan i'm a queen fan yeah which is weird because i didn't even listen to rock and roll until like the last year maybe if that uh, musical genius lyrical genius yeah. all the way around every single one of his songs yes yeah. absolutely amazing now uh queen got a resurgence in the 90s in the early 90s when um wayne's world came yeah. out have you guys seen that yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah come yeah. on now who hasn't well, you know, seen never know. wayne's this? world excellent now um <laughs> something that a lot of people might not know is that uh mike myers has like a role in this film oh really yes and it's not like a, I mean, it's not like a main role, but like he shows up several times throughout the movie nice. in a role, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And it was kind of paid. And he says he has a line where he's like paying homage to his Wayne's World scene uh. where he gets into like an argument. This is not even like really a spoiler or anything, but he gets into an argument. He's a, he plays a record producer. You could barely even tell it was him. Like if someone didn't tell me it was him, I wouldn't have known. But he plays a record producer and... Um, 
he's t- talking to Freddie Mercury, um, who is the leader of Queen, for the people who don't know. Um, and he's they're arguing about this uh, one of his songs that he had. And he's like, what, do you think people are just going to play this in a car, a bunch of teenagers, and bang their head to this or something? <laughs> yes. Yes, so, yes exactly. Um, so my review of Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how Rotten Tomato scores um, are now like notorious for splitting or being on the polar opposite of whatever uh, the viewership is. So uh, critics have like tore this film apart. They say it's terrible. They say it's bad. It's grotesque, what have you. But fans typically either think it's okay or like me, love it. Right. Um, so I was thinking about doing that as a topic on one of our future episodes about like the polar opposite things of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but the negative things that they say about it is like the montages. They have like a couple of montages where they kind of do the the la da 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 da, and then a couple of years pass or whatever, right? Um, so they say like that part's bad, um, and they skip over a couple of other important parts in Freddie Mercury's life. Um, but I was. At, by the end of the the show or the the movie the film i was sitting there i was like this film takes place at least like 20 30 years or like over you know that at that time span they don't possibly have the time to fit in all of the stuff that's happened yeah, in this dude's right. life and boy did he live yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really lived <laughs> yeah. this, this movie also didn't hold any punches about his sexuality um he is very gay <laughs> There is like, I would not bring the kids to this, even though I think it's PG 13. (laughs) There is like a scene where he goes into like the sex dungeon, the party, the gay club or something like that. Um, but yeah, but I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, I well, do, I do have to, to to add I was listening to Arnie's show today yeah um, a little bit here and there I, I didn't catch all of it but uh he actually was talking about this and, mm-hmm. and he made the comment I believe it was Arnie he made the comment that um, if people had known Freddie Mercury was gay at the time that Queen came out would Queen have been Queen would they have been as big as they were because at yeah. that time it wasn't as okay to be gay as it is now you're right but that time it was probably the best time to hide it yeah <laughs> yeah because who else was that elton john yeah. yeah like queen like that was the big uh the rock glam era yeah. kind of thing where yeah. you could wear like the big hair and like cross dress and all that jazz and yeah i mean david bowie was like a huge part oh, of that oh, yeah. Well, so. oh yeah oh yeah absolutely um, Ab- absolutely um, and I think so, even I think even the Beatles um, did a song "Hide Your Love Away," and I think if I remember right, that was about uh, uh, a male who was a trans uh, transgender. Uh, he would tr- a cross dresser. I'm not with the, sure what the proper term is, but mm-hmm. I think if I remember right, that's what that song was about. And so I, to get to your question, I don't think that they would have been as big, but I think that would have been kind of you know acceptable. Not you know saying that they would have not been as big but i just think that i don't i think that we're putting too much emphasis on the fact that he was homosexual well, yeah mm-hmm. you I, know i but during that time i think there 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 was a big issue even though it came out like right after the free love movement of the mm-hmm. hippies and everything right. i it, it was still unacceptable yeah. in in most places to, right, to, yeah. to be gay even whether you're in, in movies or a singer it, mm-hmm. it was still kind of unacceptable so i feel like it's almost still a little bit today 
It, um, we just recently allowed gay marriage. Yeah. Um, I don't even, is that even, is that all across the United States? Is that just California? I, I think that's across the United yeah, States. Yeah, it went to now. the Supreme Court. Yeah, the okay. Supreme Court yeah. went, went with it. Okay. Um, which, you know, it's all, all good. I, I personally don't think that the, the state, the government should have any say in marriage, period. I think marriage is between two people, and if you believe in God between you and that person and God. I, I don't think the government should have any say in it. I, I agree completely. The government should have no say yeah. in, in a lot of things than the government yeah. does. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if, if you don't want them to get married in your church, then that's up to your church, you know, values and rules. But the, the state shouldn't have any no. say in saying, oh, you can't wed that person no. because it's none there of the state's go. business. No. Nope, there you not go. At all. Now, DJ Falcon, yes. being a person who is more connected with the pulse of the music industry, right? Um, how do you feel that Queen has affected, if it has affected, um, music as a whole, the music genre? Oh, I, I mean, you, you, whenever you think about the British invasion and you think about, you know, where a lot of the roots of, of, of rock and roll came from, you can't, you know, leave out Queen because definitely just his, his lyrical, um, genius and his, uh, vocals were just just way way even ahead of his time where people now are just still like man like if he let out a song today Mm -hmm. that wasn't released and it was from back then i guarantee it would sound like something that came out today you know just because i feel like queen is is really one of the best um um bands to be to arise during that time and uh there's a lot of bands that are influenced by queen um in in uh, directly or indirectly, you know, you think about people playing now, like the Foo Fighters, the, 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 and Dave Grohl himself has said, you know, that that a lot of uh, the older bands, like even the Beatles and stuff like that, it, you know, affected the the way that they wrote music. Nirvana was affected by Queen and the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. So uh, you can't you can't say that oh, Queen didn't have an effect on modern music. No, it it did. Mm-hmm. It really did. I, I think it's funny you just used David Grohl and then Nirvana, who was the the drummer for Nirvana. So. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Well, I meant I meant you know for the Foo Fighters, you know. Right. Well, yeah. I didn't say, but I think that was funny. That was awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know what, guys, we're gonna mix it up a little bit, and I actually have a new game for us. Ooh. Game. Yes. This early. Yeah. Uh, this early. He is mixing it up. I am mixing it up. All right. You guys ready for this? I am ready. All right. This game, this new game that we do, uh, DJ Falcon typically will throw in like a game or something that we do towards the end. Okay. Um, but this one is called Dad Jokes. Okay. Dad Jokes. Dad right Jokes. down my alley. Okay, good. I'm a he's dad. Like, he's like, that's my comedy <laughs> yeah. level. All right. And so I pretend I got, to, to tell jokes. So. All right. So I got some dad jokes for you guys. Okay. I'm, I have them on some cards for you guys. And how this works is, oh, you know what? Why don't I do the whole schizo? Here we go. Oh. All right, dad jokes. You know the rules. We have our panel of expert millennials tell dad jokes to each other within the allotted time. Whoever laughs five times first loses. All right, you guys ready okay. for this? Yes. I'm for lost. you, for you. All right. All right, who wants to go first? So, so wait, wait. Who? If you laugh and you're telling the joke, does that count too? No, you can okay. laugh when you're telling okay. the joke. <laughs> okay, who's going first? Okay, well, I'm going to let Falcon go first. Okay, special guest. You get to go first. What's a ratchet girl's favorite place to shop in the mall? Don't know. Thought topic. <laughs> My turn. Okay, okay. You didn't laugh. That was me. I'm sorry. I got it. 
Why did the blind man fall down the well? I don't know. He couldn't see that well. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> what does a grizzly say when it calls customer service? What? Just bear with me. <laughs> <That's all> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Are, they, are you calling these dad jokes because children wrote these? <laughs> because they're <laughs> terrible. All right. How does Darth Vader like his toast? Can I answer these or? If, if you want to. On the dark side? Yeah. You cheater. <laughs> All right. Your turn. What do you call Pikachu when he joins a Black Lives Matter group? What? <laughs> a Wokemon. That's <laughs> 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 right. true. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um, why did the coffee go to the police? I don't know. It got mugged. <laughs> okay, it's uh, kept a straight face. <laughs> What's the best day to cook? What? Friday. It doesn't do it for me. No, 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 that didn't do it at all. I'm sorry. My wife keeps telling me to stop pretending to be butter. But I'm on a roll now. <laughs> That's, That's a laugh. Two-two. <laughs> if you're American... When you go in the restroom and you're American when you come out, what are you when you're in the restroom? European. Got it. <laughs> it. Took me a second. That's why I didn't laugh. A little slow. What do you call fake spaghetti? Impasta. <laughs> you said it in the jokes? <laughs> I just I love dad jokes. I, uh, I, I do research on them. Oh yeah, he researches dad jokes. Oh, that's, 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 my that's my master thesis. Uh, right just, man, <laughs> what do you call two Mexicans playing basketball? Oh God, what? Juan on Juan. All right, what is the one thing that flat earthers fear the most? I don't know. Sphere itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's no fair. I was going to hold it, and then he started <laughs> Don't blame him. That's three on three. Okay. Last two. Do you know why the Energizer, Energizer Bunny was arrested? Why? He was charged with battery. Yeah, I didn't do it. Ah, damn it. That was lame. Uh, what did the paramedics say to the doctor about... The Asian guy who fell down several flights of stairs. I don't know. It was the Wong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> that one was good. <laughs> Is your iPhone making you fall asleep? It's okay. There's a nap for that. No, no. I'm a tough one. I'm, I'm tough seeing one. that now. What do you call a marathon of pastors? 
I don't know. A Revron. It's a good one. <laughs> he kept his cool. He kept his cool. He, he, he kept his cool for sure. Who was the roundest knight at King Arthur's round table? Who? Sir Circumference. Yeah. You gave me all the lame ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. You had a few of those that were pretty good. All right. A guy threw a gallon of milk at my head the other day. And you know what I thought? No. How dare he? That's <laughs> <laughs> the game. <laughs> I, I just got to read the one I didn't read unless you're going to reuse these. Um, no, go ahead. If Why you can't to. you get out of a sex cult with R. Kelly? Once you're in, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Right. That's a good game. I like that one. Yeah, that was fun. I, I, I did. I totally didn't make those, by the way. I, I, just, I know you didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that was fun. Um, do you want to do This is America? Sure. Let's All do right. it. So we like to have fun here every once in a while. Uh, DJ Falcon. Oh, thanks for the cards. Um, but no one keeps it real. Like Truex. Wrestling me for what? I thought I thought this was fair. I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. Huh? Is this America? I thought I thought this was fair. So, you're at the airport. And you're a regular flyer. You're a frequent flyer. You're in the diamond of diamond flyers. And you go to get on your plane, and the plane kind of stinks. Smells like something. Don't know what it smells like, but it doesn't smell that great. And you go and you put your luggage in the bin overhead, since it's a business trip. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get in my seat before the rest of the crowd gets on here, since you got the board first, since you're a diamond flyer, right? And you sit down, and you feel something wet. And the smell just got worse. And you feel it on the back of your legs. And you call the flight attendant over. And you stand up and realize that you just sat in feces. Feces on the plane. And you tell the flight attendants. And they don't do anything. They don't give you a hazmat. Anything to clean it up. And you have to wear your dirty pooped pants that you didn't poop while on your flight. Yeah, God bless America. Um, what is with <laughs> all these planes? The guy they forgot in the in the in freaking the, the cabin and below, and they got they got people captive there, and then they got people pooping all over. The, what is wrong with airplanes? It, it, it's it's I don't know. I think people are just jerks. Um, and but so uh, now okay. I, I I do have to give credit because I heard this this morning with Arnie, but it wasn't. I had already planned this one. I just don't okay. want him to think I'm stealing from him. Okay, uh, love you, Arnie. Um, anyway, so uh, Matthew Meehan of uh, Bay City said he boarded a flight from Atlanta to Miami, mm-hmm. and he was already sitting down when he discovered there were dog feces all over the chair and oh, floor. That's wow. Actual feces, and it was all over me. I sat in it. And it was on the seat, on the floor, the seat in front, and I was literally <laughs> in it. Um, I have no idea why I wasn't offered something from the biohazard kit to clean myself up uh, up with. Instead, I was handed 
two paper towels and one of those moisture bottles of Bombay Sapphire, a bottle of gin to clean myself with. So they gave him a bottle of gin and two paper towels to clean himself. Is this why all the people at the airlines don't know what the heck they're doing because they're drinking that gin? Is that what's, that, what's going it on? might be it. They're, oh, they're he, sipping on that gin. He's juice. getting paid after that. No. He's he not? didn't get paid. No, nothing. He was given f- like 500,000 miles or something. I'm oh, sure no, it's in no, here. No, like, no. Like so he, was giving, he was given mileage, basically, his, so mile, his flight. So his. he could fly that dog poo all over the country. Yeah. It, it's disgusting. And it, it, I'm guessing at the time they didn't really know if it was dog poop or if it was human feces. Mm-hmm. They just knew it was feces. See, this is okay. I want everyone in this room to understand that is not a millennial handled thing what millennials would have done is they would have they would have cleaned that up gave them new pants that that you know the trending pants with the little cuts in them i don't know why they got so many cuts in them they would have charged this phone (laughs) they would have checked on the guy that was downstairs are you okay down there you need some coffee you need some blanket some some mocha frappet coffee um but yeah, this is that. Don't I want anyone to blame this on millennials whatsoever? Yes. This is not us. What I don't get is he realized that before the flight was in the air that he was sitting in poop, and yeah. they still flew. And then once it got to where it was going, they decommissioned the plane to clean it. Yeah, of course. Wait, what the heck? Why wouldn't you decommission the not plane gonna, at that point and clean it? If you got a guy trapped in the bottom of your plane. <laughs> You're not going to stop for a little poop on on a seat. No, no. It, he, he was cleaning it up, and it was probably getting on his hands and stuff. He probably had poop everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just saying. It's a little dis- – I work they- for the airlines. That's why you should fly Southwest. <laughs> I, I know it's I, – I know it <laughs> – Southwest, if you're listening, I'm, I'm, we're, we're giving you some credit here. Uh, they, they actually take care of their people and passengers. Mm, imagine that. Yeah. It, and it's the white trash airline – out there okay uh dj falcon yeah <laughs> being a dj and knowing how to handle all the bull crap that comes your way <laughs> I, I don't handle it <laughs> <laughs> how would you handle this situation if you get on an airline you paid your ticket right you definitely plan not to be sitting in dog poo and you get on your flight and everyone seems nice you sit down and you find yourself in this predicament. How would you handle that? Oh, I would have. I would have had a scene. Mm-hmm. I would have taken. I would have grabbed that poop, and I would have taken to the captain's chair. <laughs> and just smeared it. Yeah, I'd be like, I have to sit in it. So do you. I want equal rights. I want equal feces. No, right. I, I would have stooped. I would have stooped really low at this. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would have pulled the race car and everything. <laughs> oh, because oh, I'm brown, I gotta sit in brown, huh? Okay. <laughs> I, now, I, now I can see you just taking it and going to every seat and wiping out every seat in the plane. If I gotta sit in it, so do they. Hey, okay. that man downstairs would have gotten it too. <laughs> oh, oh the one in the bin? Yeah. yeah. The one in I, the bet bed. You, I bet you that guy probably was like, you know what? I actually got it pretty good down here. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Okay. For sure. You guys want to start wrapping this up? We'll uh, do some listener mail unless you guys had anything else you wanted to bring up. Oh, Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that nincompoop. <laughs> Forgot all of Do you know who that is? Uh, no. Falcon? No, no. Okay. Do you watch SNL? Uh, no. 
Do you know who Ariana Grande is? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, he's like She's the so recent hot. ex. On oh, okay. Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. Night Live. Which it's, is, the, it's the unfunny one. That doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, Saturday Night Live, um, where they do a bunch of political satire and stuff like that. It's right. like a comedy sketch show, um, which they record every single week. Um, one of the comedians slash actors that perform on there is this guy named Pete Davidson, who was recently all over the news because he was to be married to Rihanna Grande. Yeah. Rihanna Grande. Right. Yeah. Rihanna Grande. After, like, I'm really glad she's single. Oh, that's not going to last long with her streak. There's yeah. still hope. Her, her streak, it's like <laughs> a, a week of dating, engagement, and then you're done. Dude, she blew through. Who did she blow through? Don't she crush, blew through. <laughs> uh, Don't crush my dreams, okay? <laughs> she blew through Big Sean yeah. through the weekend, uh-huh. and then now through Pete Davidson. Yeah. Uh, I think crazy. there's been a few others in there too. She's just she's collecting them like Infinity Stones at this <laughs> point. Apparently, <laughs> that's not the she only destroys thing she's them. collecting right now either. <laughs> she destroys them like Infinity Stones. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was this scene where uh, Pete Davidson uh, joked about Dan Crenshaw's eye patch and got a lot of bad press about it. Yeah. Um, now Dan Crenshaw is a Republican veteran who was physically scarred in war. Uh, who responded shortly after uh, with a very classy way um, of handling it. You know, he basically stated that, you know, Pete Davidson shouldn't make fun of handicapped veterans, basically. Um, the way he handled it, I think, was, you know, uh, uh, Golden Star A+. Yeah, yeah he um, did handle it very well. He did. Um, uh, may, I, may I add, this guy was a three-tour veteran, lost his eye, and still went back, I believe. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, he just, he, he, he is an American hero. Absolutely. I, I, I didn't know anything about this case, but okay. um, now, it, it just, either all of it's good or none of it's good. That's my opinion. I, I hear what you're saying. Now, I actually side with Pete Davidson on this, even though I think that uh, Dan Crenshaw handled it perfectly. And the only reason why I say that is because I saw the sketch. I went back and I saw the, and I didn't just see a part of it. I saw like the whole sketch. In the sketch, um, Pete Davidson said something on the lines of, you know, don't don't quote me, um, but he's basically said <laughs> he said that Dan Crenshaw looked like a James Bond villain, and it's because of his eye patch. Yeah. Um, but he didn't point directly to it, and then his next sentence after everyone was kind of like laughing chuckling then he was like oh what just because he's from world war whatever and then like just kept moving on to me in that aspect i don't think he was really making fun of his eye patch directly per se um i think he was just kind of making for because if you've seen this man this man i'm not gay but this dude is like freaking captain he's a, america he's a good looking patch. guy he's, yeah. a, pretty, he's yeah. a good looking dude He's definitely like, like this guy like would would star in like Magic Mike. Like he's that good. You know who who he really reminds me of? Oh, um, the governor from oh, the, uh, the now Walking that's Dead. making a joke from his eye patch. That's, <laughs> that's a that's an eye patch joke. Yes, <laughs> that was messed up. And then at the end of uh, Pete's Davidson sketch, he's he jokes around with a couple of other dudes, and then at the end of it, he makes fun of himself. Oh. So not horrible but it, it was more aimed politically at him um i just say I, I i think uh when it comes to pete pete davidson um he needs to kind of think about his past uh especially when you're talking about heroes true heroes his dad died in 9-11 
Uh, he was yep. a firefighter. And then he's attacking someone. Who Wait, was, you're talking about Pete Davidson mm-hmm. dead? Okay. Yeah, it died. Uh, he was a fighter fighter, mm-hmm. and he died in 9-11. And then he's going after someone who almost risked his life, or he did risk his life, but possibly almost lost his life in war for our country. I, I think that's a little disheartening. I hear you. Um, but something that this really reminds me of, too, was... Um, have you guys ever seen Key and Peele? Yes. Yeah. There's a scene where um, they're acting out a comedian on stage... And one of the other actors um, who's playing the role of a handicapped person is off stage, right? And he's like, he's uh, playing the role of a burn victim who has to use like the little um, synthesizer thing that you put on your throat and you like dock like this. Oh, yeah. And um, he's the comedian's going around the room. And he's making fun of everybody. And then the handicapped guy speaks up and he's like, make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah. Um, I forget. He said something that had nothing to do with him, right? And he's like, "No, make fun of my burns." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, kind of the same thing. I mean, like, how do you know what's, you know, too, how PC you have to be? Honestly, and- I don't think anyone. So I, I get upset when you when it comes to like military veterans or whatever. But everybody can get upset by, by something. And comedy, is completely off limits to political correctness because without no political correctness you can't have comedy you can't be politically correct and yeah, crack jokes all the time because it's not going to be funny i'm going to sit there and, and uh, through it and not laugh like i did with the jokes he had um so <laughs> it, you know what i mean yeah. you, you 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 cannot be politi- politically correct and and be a comedian yeah it's, no, it's, it's you can't do I definitely it. agree you can't even do it in in radio you cannot be politically correct in radio even though you're forced to um <laughs> Just because it's entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. there's, there really are no limits to entertainment. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with that. You can't, it, like I was trying I was trying to say earlier, either mm-hmm. all of it's good or none of it's good. You know, you, if you want to, you know, joke about um, veterans, you know, and they're hurt and all that, people with disabilities, like, you got to take that as a whole, you know, and you want to joke about, it's okay to make fun of, you know, the president or, or other people who aren't, have disabilities and, and you know, say that they do because I've seen st- sketches where they say the president has disabilities and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you got you got to take it as a whole and just understand like this is a joke. This is satire, you know, and I uh, the fact that it went as far as to where he had to write a uh, an apology to the senator. I no, I don't be- I don't believe in that at all. Like he had it. There shouldn't you should never feel sorry for making a joke. You say a bad joke. You know, it's different. I mean, it was different back in the day when Seinfeld dropped the end bomb. You know, like that was a, that's that's yeah. not that's not cool. Yeah. You know, to just throw mm-hmm. racial slurs like that, but just to to poke fun at at different aspects in a in a you know joking way isn't you sh- it, it shouldn't be taken. No, if it's lighthearted, it's one thing. If it if it's really meant to 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 downtrodden someone and just beat them because they're already down that's that's not okay but the jokes itself i mean they, they, you got to take it you, you got to take it with a grain of salt most of the time um doesn't matter what it is yeah i think it was right. smart what he did i think you make fun of everybody and then you just backtrack because then right now you think about it he just got out of potentially like it's not a divorce but you know he broke off his engagement right right, right now is the time to mess up <laughs> You just can mess, do the stupidest things you can. And he just already be like, did oh. the stupidest things by one, getting engaged to someone he knew for like a week, two, putting tattoos on himself of her, mm-hmm. and then three, uh, he 
bailed that one too. So now he has tattoos on him for the rest of his life that are remind him of his short term relationship that was supposed to be marriage. I think he did cover one up. Oh, he already covered I it. I believe so. But I would never underestimate someone else's stupidity. <laughs> Ever again. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway, but y'all, let's go ahead and start wrapping up with listener mail. Yeah. All right. This one is from Mike. What's going on, Mike? What's up, Mike? Mike writes. My family is planning a trip to go on a cruise, but I'm afraid of falling into the ocean and drowning. What is the best way to get over my fear of boats, Mike? Don't stand near the edge and you won't fall off. This is true. Yeah. Yes, you can. I, 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 I guess I'd be physically possible. You can't. Uh, just look at it logically. Um, every boat has to have a uh, safety procedures and... Um, you know, if worse comes to worse, there's always a safety boat. So, and there's enough room for everyone and more because there has to be. So, uh, if you just think about it like that, you should be fine. There yeah. you go. So and go on the cruise; it's fun. Uh, don't don't worry about falling off. Uh, you're only gonna fall off if you're s- drunk standing on the ledge. And, and, and who knows? If you fall off, you might find uh, Aquaman, and you know, <laughs> or you might get a, a dolphin might save you. Yeah. Are you speaking of Aquaman? Are you gonna go see that movie? I am. I'm not going to pay to see it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to waste my time. I haven't paid to see a movie for a long time. Thank you, Cody. <sighs> so there you go, Mike. You you buddy with Aquaman. Yeah. All right. This next one is from Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Hi, how you doing? How's it going, Sarah? Sarah writes, voting and the polls are a hot topic right now. How important do you think voting actually is, Sarah? <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, as I wear it, I voted uh, sticker. Um, it's very important, um, but it's also very important that you don't vote if you don't know what you're voting for. Um, because that's the worst thing you can do is go and just fill blanks on, on propositions or on politicians that you know nothing about. Mm. Um, so if you're uninformed, you should not vote. That's my personal opinion. Um, but I think it is uh, one of the biggest uh, exercises of our freedoms that we have. Uh, it gives us the power to put in place or remove people who are in the political scene. I, there you go. I, I, I'm, I like this man. <laughs> 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 I, I like him every. I'm liking him more. Every second. <laughs> I completely agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. exercise your right to vote. Uh, educate yourself, especially. I mean, you have unlimited knowledge in your hands nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you're a Google away from finding out what these propositions are and what they mean yeah. there, there should be no reason for you not to know what's happening yeah and and um definitely get out there and vote but educate yourself don't vote any way or for a particular party just because uh everyone's going to tell you to vote for that party you know um but definitely it's it's important to go out there and do it yeah i i think blind voting has has led our uh our democratic republic into a frenzy of of idiots. I feel like that's why we're uh, so divided. Yeah, and most people don't realize that we're even a, a republic. We're not a democracy. Um, a democracy, uh, people don't have the rights that we have. So I think a lot of people have, have not learned and have been failed by the educational system on what we are and what we need to do to keep our freedoms. Okay, so a question I wanted to ask you guys then was would you guys personally prefer because i'm sure i'm sure that 
because of the big boost for trying to get people out to vote, right, that it has brought more people than average for any kind of midterms uh, elections that they've been having. Um, do you prefer or would you prefer, honestly, to have more people come out to vote that are unknowledgeable about whatever propositions that they're supporting are going against um, opposed to um, no one really voting or like how it normally is where very few people would show up? Um, I, I'd prefer it to be not as many people showing up. Uh, I, I disagree with the, the, the advertisements and the, the, the big push to go vote. Everyone needs to go vote. Your vote counts um, because the, that's just a, a push because they know that what's on mainstream TV is going to be what's pushed to these people. So they're going to go vote most likely Democrat even though they might not agree with it, they don't know any of the policies. So I think the blind voting is just absolutely stupid. And if you do it, you're, you're doing our country a disservice. disservice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, do, I don't agree with um, political parties using people who are uh, celebrities uh, to get them to vote for their, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I think, I think it was Mike Rowe who said it best. Like, I'm not going to encourage people to vote unless they know what they're voting about for any yeah. party. And I, I think that that's, that's really noble of him. And I think that if you don't know what you're voting for, um, don't, don't go out there and do it. There's no stay home. Yeah. Stay yeah. Home. <laughs> you know, let, let us that are, that know what's going on decide because if they want to act childish, then we'll treat them like childish. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and and it's, it's not just like the, the politicians that you're voting for. You're voting for propositions that affect our, 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 our state itself. Mm-hmm. So like this one, you know, you had um, uh, uh, Prop 6 uh, on the gas tax that, you know, legislate, uh, the lawmakers in California passed a gas tax earlier this year. Our, our taxes went up on our gas, so our gasoline prices went up. And, After um, they already taxed us twice. Yeah, and then if you don't know anything about it, if if you voted yes on 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 six, that means you were actually voting to get rid of the gas tax. And if you voted no, you're voting to keep the gas tax. But no one actually read the fine print where it says that if you vote no and you mm-hmm. keep the gas tax, that the government and the lawmakers can increase that tax, however much and whenever they want to. Don't they already? They already do it, but <laughs> it would be even worse because this is meant to fix our roads and, yeah. and pay Caltrans. Well, our our DMV fees for our registration already. it is supposed to go to yeah. that in the first place, but because government gets their hand in little stuff, they start taking that money and Trucks. oh, we're going to use it here and there. How are they supposed to line their pockets if we don't let them? Um, yeah, it's true. Taxation is not. So, Sarah, <laughs> there you go. Line the pockets of politicians. Yes. All right. No. This one, this one is from Art. What's going on, Art? Art. Fart. Hi, Art. There we go. Falcon. <laughs> I always gotta wait for Falcon to come in. All right. Art writes. I work at the mall, and they are already playing Christmas songs one day after Halloween. Shoot yourself. Why uh, do they torture us, Art? Shoot yourself. <laughs> Just get it over with. It's not gonna. It's not gonna go away. I always thought that was kind of funny, um, that they played christmas songs i'm i'm weird though i'm actually one of the people who love the christmas music and that might just be because i kind of grew up with it or like i'm kind of like a happy-go-lucky kind of personality sometimes um i I don't know i loved christmas music until i started working (laughs) retail now if i hear christmas music anytime before the actual day of christmas Mm -hmm. i hate it it's just been ruined for me when you hear it it any Christmas song, mm-hmm. more than 
three times in one day, mm-hmm. it really gets annoying. <laughs> the things I don't like about Christmas songs is when they get like too jazzy, where they're like scoop a dap doop dot Mary. <laughs> I'm just like ah okay. <laughs> I I like the you know the the childish Christmas songs like um, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg. Of course you do. Batmobile you lost the wheel and Joker played ballet. Yeah. DJ. I was about to call you DJ Khaled. DJ Falcon. <laughs> DJ Khaled. DJ you, Falcon. You, you can make a ton Being, of money by having famous rappers take their songs and just DJ Falcon, 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 <laughs> and right. then have the song play. That's all you got to do, man. Yeah, that's what that's DJ it. Khaled did. Have you ever worked like um, like a holiday party or anything? Uh, no, I, I only I only DJ in the studio. Okay, okay. There. You I go. I would wouldn't mind doing you know. DJing outside and stuff. I think it'd be really cool, but, you know, I don't have the equipment or time. Well, the studio has the equipment. Just got to go talk to them. We'll see about that. Um, so, have you ever worked in, like, retail or, like, worked in a mall or worked in a store where they played? Yeah, I, I was in retail. That was, I, I, I've had seven jobs, and I think... Six of those sevens was all was all retail. Mm, okay. So like cashier, stock boy, all that kind of so stuff. So you understand so. the 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 uh, yeah the <laughs> hell of Christmas music. <laughs> you know, at first, you know, at, you know, at first it was like, oh, cool, you know, you know, Christmas music is playing. I get into the hang of it. You know, it's cool. You know, and then next year it's like already the November first, and you're just saying why, why it's not. And then the year after that, you're just you're ready to shoot yourself. And then the year after that, it's it's they're playing it before Halloween. And then it's like soon we're gonna have Christmas in June. I would love Christmas. Of course you would, you freak. Yes, <laughs> no, I don't mind. I'm not saying I mind the music. I just don't understand why they play it so early. Yeah, I can I, tell you why. I, I know exactly why they do it's, it. It's profit. It's money making. It gets when, people uh, in the mood. They've they've done studies where they've shown um, that when they play Christmas music people are more likely to purchase more for other people and, cl- and themselves. Hmm. Um, so it's just more spending more revenue for said uh, business. I see. Oh, so I, see. I should start playing Christmas music around my friends so they buy me stuff. I don't think they'd do it if you're right there. They might buy other people's stuff. Oh. So if He's I, like, I around everything. It's beginning to look a lot. Like- <laughs> she played Christmas songs around um, around the car dealership, and then more people Ooh. would be might be feeling, you know, the That'd holiday nice. spirit to help one of their, you know, call sign for their friend or whatever. Which would help me, you know, buy my kids Christmas presents. So That'd be nice. That's a good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them when you play Christmas music. There we go. <laughs> so there you go. So art steal Christmas presents. All right, <laughs> this last one. <laughs> this last one is from Anonymous. What's going on, Anonymous? Anon, what up? Ew. Anonymous writes about almost a year ago. I cheated on my girlfriend. Ooh. I see why this was anonymous. And now we're getting oh. deep. It it was a one time thing, but I'm about to ask her to marry me. When is it too late to tell your girlfriend that you cheated on her? Um, anonymous. Well, I've never cheated, so I can't really answer that one fully, except that uh, y- y- you should have told her when it happened. Like right when it, like during yeah. the middle, just like, yeah. honey. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Slapping them cheeks. You when you were, <laughs> after, after you cheated and you felt that guilt of cheating, 
I think you should have said something then because uh, a woman's wrath is not something to play with. And that buildup of, wait, you didn't tell me for a year and now she's going to lose her mind. That's why you marry her first. Yes. Yeah, no why you marry now. her first? <laughs> no, no. And because then, she, yeah. cause then she could take half your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Don't marry her first. Tell her first. And if she wants to stay with you, then that's true love. Yeah. Uh, I, but uh, don't ever cheat again. It's stupid. Yeah, give her as much time as she needs as well. You know, tell her, explain it to her, and then just give her some space. You know, you don't want to press the issue. Be like, I want an answer. Do you still want to be? No, you you, you made the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so don't try and pressure her into making a decision after your mistake. You know, let her, um, like what my dad used to say is let things marinate for a while and then come back to it. You know, you can't press an issue that you caused. That's true. I, I, that is that's great advice. Um, and then uh, I, I, to add on that, buy her like the biggest diamond ring that you can afford, um, if she still wants to keep you. Oh jeez. Okay. You guys <laughs> see, um, I'm starting to see why you say that I'm passive. Yeah. Because <laughs> what I would do is completely different. <laughs> I, I would use like biological warfare. Like I, when she's sleeping, <laughs> I would just like whisper in the ear so like she gets subconscious. In her subconscious that like I cheated on her, but I didn't like outright. So, the, but I'll work her way up to being okay with it. Subconscious, <laughs> you're evil. <laughs> when so you, I'm just wait, when she's like, I cheated. When you, when you said, <laughs> when, you, when you when you when you said biological warfare, yes. my first thing that came in my mind was just farting because I I biological warfare my my lady all the time. Okay, that's because you're evil. I, I, I'm just I know it's because I'm gassy, passing passive and gassy. Oh. No, passing is different. <laughs> I, I think it might work, though. If you yeah. just enter into a dream. <laughs> you yeah. kill. It won't work. If, oh, oh, me doing yeah, that. No, yes. en- enter into her dream yes. and then just set up a, you know, a, a story a story in her mind and let her believe that. So it, like Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that, so that Leonardo she, her, yeah. she already knows that it happens, but then. You know, in her in her dreamland, in one layer, and then go deeper in another layer. <laughs> you made and, me do it. But then make her believe. <laughs> yeah, it's her fault. Man. So then she'll it's wake up. Fault. She'll wake up, and and she'll know already that you cheated, and that she's okay with it. So then yeah. you don't, you don't even have to bring it up. Yeah, and then I'll bring it up one day. You know, honey, and she'd be like, "You cheated. I know. Let's get married." Exactly. Like, yes, I love you. Because <laughs> then she'll feel guilty for ma- making you do it. Yes. That no, was ter- I, I, I'm not putting anything yes, on her. Gets, that you, was, you made the choice, not yeah, her. Yeah. I'm just playing. Oh, gosh. That was terrible, Anonymous. Don't I, listen to what I just said. Yeah, I'm just, don't yeah. listen to me. I, I, I think you need to come out with it and apologize and uh, own up to your mistake before you, you ask her to marry you, though. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Trust. You know, you're building uh, a life on trust and respect. And if you don't have one aspect of those, then you don't have nothing. Then you don't got squat, yeah. Anonymous. Yeah, a foundation needs to be built on rock, not sand. If it's built on sand, it's going to fall during the storm. Oh, I like that. Say that one more time. Foundation needs to be built on rock, not sand. Because when the storm hits, a sand foundation, that it it's going to fall apart. And on the rock, it's going to stand still in the storm. That's a biblical um, saying. Well, it's scripture. I just I misquoted it a little bit. I like that. That was juicy. Yeah. There's more of that in the Bible. There we go. You can read more. I appreciate you. I'll buy you a Bible for Christmas. I can't read, so. <laughs> he said, I can't 
read. I can't read. So I said, the joke's on you. <laughs> oh, were you part of that program in schools where no no child's left behind? Is yeah, that, they just yeah. kept pushing forward. <laughs> Jeez, anyway. All right, guys. So that's our time. My name's D. Donis. I'm Truex. And I'm DDDJ Falcon. And we will go ahead and catch you guys later. Peace. Bye. Adios, amigos. question asked on here email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com follow and like on facebook at what's with millennials follow on instagram at wwm underscore show and send us a tweet at wwm show what's with millennials podcast